0: yo what is going on baby nathan kennedy the new money podcast episode 86 how y'all doing man thank you thank you thank you for tuning in today hope you're having a fantastic weekend ah feeling good took uh, the last two episodes off um you know i just wanted to chill man i just felt like uh, i just need a little bit of a break you know and so I took it, you know what I'm saying? So we back though, and we've got some investing content for you, but really quickly, as usual, my friends, ask me any questions you have on Instagram, as well as if you are listening on the podcast, leave me a review. I would really appreciate that. It really does help the show grow and uh, get out there. Now with the new Money Mailbag, we're actually gonna bring it back to the show. So I'm gonna answer those questions at the end. So be sure to stick around for those. And really quickly, my friends, what are you doing if you're not with Well Simple Trade or Well Simple Invest? I mean, come on. What are we even talking about? Wealth Simple Trade, and we're going to talk about Wealth Simple Trade later in this episode, is a commission-free platform. You can buy stocks and ETFs that is very straightforward. Wealth Simple Invest is a robo advisor where they do all the work for you. You just got to put the money in, guys. Start your wealth-building journeys. Let's get it popping. Let's get it going. So two weeks ago, I posted or reposted uh, my initial investing episode, and, and uh, you know, it got some good reception. Helped out some people. So I wanted to post part two. Now, part two, I feel like I wanted to make some amendments. So I'm just going to redo it and share it and hopefully you guys enjoy it because I think there's a lot of great stuff in there. So without further ado, let's just dive on into it, baby. Now, before I start, one of the amendments is that I wanted to make it very clear that this isn't financial advice. This is purely educational. These are just my opinions but it's not advice okay you, at the end of the day you got to go out you got to make your own moves you know what i'm saying but here are some things that have really helped me and and i think uh, a lot of this information can help you too okay so let's say you listen to that episode and you're like i'm down for investing well now what Well, firstly, I wish I mentioned this in the first episode as well, but it's essential that you have your cash flow, budgeting, emergency fund, immediate debt in good order before you tackle investing. Really, you want a solid foundation to build this house of wealth because you can't build a great house on shit foundation. You know what I'm saying? So let's build our strong foundation with, uh, you know, our emergency fund and having our debt paid out, our high interest debt paid off you know mortgage you know it's it's a little bit different but you know high interest debt paid off credit card debt things like that let's have a strong foundation so we can hit the ground running with this stuff so you might be wondering okay i might want to invest now but is should i invest now is is now the right time yes now is always the right time time in the market beats timing the market every time Let's get in now and not worry about short term, you know, fluctuations, right? We're in this for the long term. No one can time the market successfully over time, right? Like you might get lucky here and there, but that's that's really that's really the biggest thing. So just get in and slowly buy in if you're a little bit nervous and just, you know, get in the game, baby. It's what we talked about in in episode one. Get in the game, baby. Come on. So once you've committed to actually wanting to start to invest, you got to figure out your goals, right? Everything starts with your motivations. I highly recommend you begin putting money away for your retirement, but pick your goals. I mean, you know, one thing I'd say is I don't recommend the stock market for money you're going to need with anything, you know, within five years, even four years. If you're going to need that money, the stock market might not be the best place for it. Volatility, which means how much a stock, you know, in simple terms, goes up and down right how viciously is it going up and down is incredibly unpredictable in the short term and there isn't empirical evidence of any upward trend definitively in in a five-year span it could it could be net negative it could be net positive It You don't know. Right. And so sure, if it's five years from now, yeah, I think you could get away with it. But like, again, just be very mindful that in the short term, which is, I'd say, you know, zero to five or zero, to even 10 years, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot less predictable. So just bear that in mind. A lot of the stuff that we're talking about and principles that we are talking about here is based on the assumption that you're holding it for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Right. So that's where the real compounding comes in. And that's where the real wealth is made. Now, if you are starting out, it might be a little bit daunting to begin to plan for your uh, retirement. I mean, with this whole, you know, COVID thing, it's just throwing us all off. And you're like, man, that's the last thing I'm thinking about right now. But, you know, you may not even be working or knowing, you know, what you're going to make. So your retirement, like number, like how much you want in retirement, that, you know, that might change. What I think is a good place to start is to take a portion of the income that you have coming in, or a portion of your savings that's beyond your emergency fund and immediate funds and start stocking it away periodically. A great number to shoot for is 10 to 15% of your pre-tax paycheck. That's a great place to start. Just 10 to 15% of your pre-tax paycheck. You can do more or less of that depending on how much you want to sock away. But those figures are great benchmarks. So let's say you take home a thousand before taxes, right? That's going to be 100 to 150 bucks per paycheck that you're stowing away. So you know nothing crazy. Just just get it going. Just slowly start, and 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 uh, you'll slowly build up um, a, a nice little nest egg over time. As you progress through your investing journey, you can gradually become more tactical and focused with respect to, you know, the actual income you want in retirement. For example, if you have ambitions of retiring early, go check out the FIRE episode, episode 57. But you know what, just getting started, you know, you'll figure it out as you go. So just just get started. Okay, just get started. Now throughout your life, you will slowly start to convert your stocks to low risk assets to quote unquote lock in your gains. That's not going to happen for a long time. Unless you're like in your 40s or 50s listening to this, that that shit's not going to be happening for a long time. But I did want to mention it. So that's sort of how it works you get really aggressive early on you know your first few decades where you're investing mostly equities almost all equities I think I I believe it should be almost I should be fucking like all stocks bro you know or whatever asset class you're in you know so you're very aggressive early on because you can wait you've got the horizon you can you're willing to you know grow and as long as it grows in the long term you don't really care if it goes up and down like we said right so there's that and then as you go over time you maybe you know lock in some of your gains you shift your portfolio you start buying some more bonds and a little bit less stocks and you're a little bit more conservative And, and and then that you know in essence reduces that volatility because that retirement date is coming soon but yeah, you know, for now, I think looking at broad market index funds and ETFs is, is a great idea and just staying consistent with those is fantastic. And then, you know, as you, you know, develop, you'll you'll figure out that kind of stuff on the way. Just get started now. So should you put in a lump sum like if you have like a ton of money laying around just should I put it in or should I put a little bit at a time? So this is somewhat of a debatable subject and people often wonder if they should put most of their money at once assuming they have a lump sum or periodically and consistently put in smaller amounts. Now there are great arguments for both and it's a complicated subject but statistically speaking one isn't better than the other in the long term. I mean like I guess technically some some studies showed that Uh, lump sum was better because like there's just more money and there's more time and usually that's just it with investing you know whoever's like if you got a lot of money you got a lot of time you're like fuck like it's over (laughs) you know so so there's that right and but you know really the most conducive way to invest and for a lot of us we don't have a huge windfall just sitting around is to dollar-cost average and slowly put portions of our paycheck, like we said earlier on, into the stock market so that you can slowly buy in. And it reduces this thing called timing risk, which basically means that, you know, the second you put in your money, it drops. Or the second you put in a ton of money, it drops. Or, like, you know, it it could work for you, too, where you just put it in and then it shoots up. So timing risk is the risk that you you basically take a shit as soon as you... (laughs) invest and that's going to happen that's going to happen if you're doing it once a month like there's going to be a day where it just like it just fucking falls and you're like what the hell if i waited a day i could have done this this, isn't this yeah you're like don't worry about that just keep doing what you're doing stay consistent that's the biggest biggest thing sweet so i know my goals how much i want to put away and now we're not going to touch it because we're investing for the long term now god damn it nate can you please just tell me how to invest and where what do i buy where, do I, where exactly do i go right so okay you know and, and i feel like this has been just you know answering a lot of questions that i've heard and, and questions that i had when i was starting so we're just kind of like going all over the place right now but stick with me because i think i think we're uh we're talking about some good stuff here so yes logistics you're locked and loaded and you're ready to take life by the horns man the bull by the horns you know what i'm saying so there are two platforms that i think are killer for investing with low to no fees first come on guys you know what i'm gonna say well simple trade well simple trade offers zero commission trading buying and selling for both etfs and stocks incredibly simple great user interface uh, well Simple Trade only supports RSP and TFSA and non-registered accounts, so just standard brokerage accounts. Um, investors can open a Well Simple Trade account for zero dollars, so there's no minimum deposit. Well Simple Trade is only accessible from their mobile device or tablet. So, and again, I'm very bullish on their platform in the future. I think they're really going to build it out, try to make it as simple as they can. But I think they're going to build out the capabilities of it over time. But that's really what it is right now so the second is quest trade quest trade offers free etf purchases and stock trades for as low as 4.95 so you can buy etfs for free and that's great and that's really all that matters because you're not going to be selling them you know what i'm saying because we're holding for the long term but for stock trades, you know, it's going to be around that four to five bucks. Questrade supports a wide array of accounts such as RESPs, LIRAs, margin accounts, corporate accounts like these guys are like they're established. They're they're for real, for real. The Questrade platform can be accessed via desktop or through its mobile app. While simple trade is only accessible from a mobile device or tablet so promos i'm not entirely sure of what the up-to-date promos are for quest trade but i know for wealth simple trade if you use my code you get 25 dollars cash bonus for signing up for wealth simple trade and then you get a 50 dollars cash bonus for signing up for wealth simple invest so not too bad but you know what i think a lot of their like Trade's offers are very similar another thing about quest trade i don't think i actually mentioned it there's a minimum of thousand dollars to sign up so that might kind of suck so that's another you know point well simple trade with that there's zero account minimums to start right so there's that and i'd say the verdict you know as an overall platform i just i think i just think that quest trades more built out than one well, simple trade right you know it's 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 probably one of the best in canada right but if you are looking for a simple straightforward platform well simple trade is great as well you know what honestly i'll be be real with you you know obviously i'm i'm dealing with well trade well simple and that but quest trade's fantastic if you don't want to use well Trade, like whatever bro there's so many good platforms out there so go check out quest trade go ch- check out well trade and just make the move that's right for you go check out other platforms there's you know I, I did a whole episode on a bunch of different platforms right so you know go check out that episode there's you know but don't put too much weight into this the biggest thing is that you guys just start investing so once you select a brokerage and sign up, you'll have the option of opening either a TFSA or an RRSP. Now a TFSA is a tax-free savings account, which is what I suggest that you open up first. And I made an episode on this, right? We're coming, we're, you know, it's so funny. When I initially recorded this episode, I kept saying, we're gonna do an episode on this. We're gonna do an episode on this. We're gonna do an episode. And like, I guess I followed through. Cause <laughs> I, a lot of, uh, in these notes here, you know, I, we ended up making an episode on it. So. A tfsa so it's not a thing that you buy or a commodity a tfsa is just a type of account right it's just like a checking account it's just like a savings account it's just a different kind of account it's just got some special rules tax-free rules okay and it's pretty dope and here's why the gains you make from any investments and savings in the account are tax-free i.e all yours it's a great incentive for saving and for maximizing any earnings you may get But the name savings account is actually super misleading atfsa functions instead as an investment basket okay you can pick what you want from a wide array of assets such as stocks bonds you know etfs all kinds of great stuff you can put it in that basket it'll shelter you okay like an umbrella it'll shelter you from all them taxes because you've already paid taxes on that money if it's coming off your paycheck right it's post-tax income you're putting it in there and then tax-free it grows it's great so again, we did more of a comprehensive episode on TFSA's and RSP. So go check that out. Uh, I'll quickly touch on what an RSP is right here. So an RSP is a government-sponsored retirement plan, and it has significant tax benefits. But it works a bit different than a TFSA. So an RSP is what's called a tax-advantaged account, meaning that the government created them specifically to provide tax breaks to those people who invest in RSPs as a way to motivate them to put money away for their retirement, right? So, hey, we'll give you a fat tax break. You just gotta save for yourself. No problemo. So that's what they do. And this would be pre-tax income, right? Because they end up getting the tax back on the money that they're you know, putting into the thing. Well, I mean, yeah, they'd get, I, I believe it'd be 15% of, of, of their, their, their contributions there. I think it's their lowest tax rate. But instead of earnings being tax-free, as is the case with the TFSA, any money you contribute to an RSP will be exempt from income taxes the year you make the deposit, right? You get that tax break, you get the money back, but you know you will be taxed years down the line when you withdraw it. So RSPs are therefore an effective way to cut down on a current year's tax bill. There's a lot to talk about, and we actually talked about it a lot on episode 27, so go check that out again. But really, you you probably just want to start with a TFSA, get it going, okay? And then over time, move into that RRSP. Great, okay, so I opened a TFSA, now I just buy away. Well, not necessarily, okay? You gotta fund the account and you may actually need to convert your CAD to USD. Now, you might not need to because, you know, there's plenty, plenty of great Canadian listed ETFs that invest in American companies. And that's another thing that I have evolved on my stance from like a year ago. Uh, When I made the first episode, is that there are tons of great Canadian, you don't have to convert your money to USD, right? But you, you know, there's a lot of great stuff in America, obviously. So, you know, if you want to exchange to USD, that's great too. And both platforms have the capability to do so. The only thing is the platform will charge a slight fee for doing so. So with Quest Trade, they'll tack on 2% to the exchange rate. Well, simple trade will be 1.5% to the exchange rate, okay? So, Nah, not ideal, and there are higher level strategies that may help you reduce said fees, but that's beyond the scope of this podcast. You know, a lot of institutions charge fees for this conversion, so it isn't all that uncommon. I suggest you explore and research these strategies if you are investing large chunks of money you know, where 1% could mean like a hundred dollars or a thousand bucks, even if you're really, really balling. So there's that. Right. so, you know, the one strategy that comes to mind is Norbert's Gambit. It's a way that you can buy a specific ETF, have the brokerage, write it over into a different kind of ETF and then sell it. And then you basically circumventing the fee. You do pay a little bit of a commission, like the, the trading fee, but that's like nothing. So there's that. That's that's a pretty good strategy. But, you know, I'll leave it in the show notes. Go check that out. I think you know it's it'll be a uh, it'll be a good one for you. But it's also kind of cumbersome. So if it's not a ton of money, then I mean it's up to you. Just go look into it if it intrigues you. Okay. Cool. So you got the money in the account. You got your USD. If you you converted right, you're ready to roll. So now it is time to buy some equities okay let's buy some stocks let's buy some etfs let's do it i think exchange traded funds you know are are a great way to do that and i strongly 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 suggest you do your own research to figure out which ones are best for you again i'm not a financial advisor stock picker analyst you know i'm not a pro and to be completely honest i'm not responsible for how these funds do okay if you buy it and you know you're like i'm completely not responsible okay All right i'm sorry i just it's just you know i just love this stuff but i'm just telling you that am making it very very clear right but i do have three here that i will say to give you somewhat of a starting point uh for you to buy into and just literally forget about okay so if you buy one of these and you double down i think you'll get very comparable returns to the stock market. you will get the stock market's returns more or less so you really can't go wrong in my opinion not an expert also you are not beholden to these picks so you should make them you know and and you can you can get some more stuff you can switch out of it you can do whatever you know i think you should stay in the market but you know it's not the end of the world these are very liquid products meaning that you can sell it like there's a there, somebody's always looking to buy this shit so basically you know you're not this isn't like a long term you're locked in forever right so i think you should but that's beside the point so here are a few of my favorite etfs and places where you can start so number one is vun slash vti so vun is the canadian ticker vti is the american ticker ticker symbol just meaning it's the abbreviation of the uh, etf or the funds so it's basically just like an acronym of you know what is on the market so if you say i want to share vti that means you want to share of the vanguard total stock market index exchange traded fund right it's it's much <laughs> easier to say that right apple and tesla and you know all those ones have tickers too right and so that's just kind of how it works it's just an abbreviation so vanguard total market index owns all the shares of the s p 500 the top 500 companies in america plus thousands more yes that's right thousands more yo it basically tracks the entire stock market. So it's a it's a good look and it's, I mean, you can't go wrong. The entire US stock market that is. Uh, number two, VFE slash VOO. So VFE is the Toronto Stock Exchange version, the Canadian version, VOO is the American version, but what do they do? They buy the same thing. It's a Vanguard S&P 500 fund. This ETF tracks the top 500 companies in America and owns shares in all of them. So pretty solid look there. And number three, just threw in another Canadian S&P 500 ETF, it's ZSP, heard a lot of people like it, uh, straight up Canadian, you know what I'm saying, and it also tracks the top 500 companies in America, and it's super similar to VOO, like I, like we just mentioned, so great stuff all around, you know, I think this is just a great place to start, and if you just rocked with this your whole life, you'd probably be alright, man, you'd probably be, you'd probably be in good shape, but... You know, you can also become more sophisticated over time and, uh, you know, develop a little bit of a strategy. So I think these are good starting points. Again, you know, there's no guaranteed results. You know, there's no guaranteed anything. There's obviously risk. I'm not an advisor. That's not advice. These are suggestions. It's financial literacy. This is for educational purposes you know, legalese got to speak that legalese, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, so I thought I'd point you guys in that direction. And I think that you should take that research, figure it out, look at some other ones, figure those out and be like, okay, this is what I think I'm going to do and make the call for yourself. Okay, so now we have our new money mailbag and I'm going to kind of fire through these guys um so you know whoever asks these questions i'm sorry I'm, I'm not gonna give a an elaborate answer but uh yeah i just wanted to rip through because there's, there's a few here so let's do a few so should i be targeting stocks for capital gains or dividend payments or a mix it, i mean it depends on what you want there's nothing wrong with going for a mix right so there's there's no one isn't better than the other okay what are some ways to improve personal finances be aware of them in college track it right that's it that's just it track it get mint you know that's a fantastic app it automatically tracks everything just be on top of it check in once a month i think that's that's just just being aware you'd be fucking blown away with how how much you'll improve by just consistently being aware okay number three what are some things you would tell your younger self to do and be aware of in personal finance? Track it. Like, I, I just tell that guy to track the shit out of it. That's 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 it right there. How can I set myself up for financial freedom after I graduate college? You know, I think, again, being more mindful, being more aware of your you know, positions and things like that and being more mindful, being more aware, uh, starting to, you know, figure out how you're going to pay back your student debt if you have it having a strategy around that you know starting to invest starting to build your wealth right i think that you know financial freedom if you if you start thinking about that in college man you'd be in a good place so just try to build those foundational steps like we talked about like emergency fund paying off your high interest debt having a few thousand more in the bank then investing then growing then picking up a side like you know doing all that great stuff i think is a really great way Forward. do you think wealth simple invest is a beginner strategy to investing or a long term i mean it could it could definitely work for the long term i think candidly you don't need it once you figure it out but well it you know it does serve an emotional purpose because you really don't have to think about it you can automate it it's like super easy and so i think it's definitely worth the money there but you know if you if you have a handle on it really all they're doing is just buying etfs for you so if you're gonna if you know you're gonna do that consistently then then you can just go ahead and do that for yourself at a much lower price, right? And lastly, have you read the Compound Effect? If so, how do you apply it in your daily life? I haven't, but I've heard of uh, some of the takeaways and principles, and you know, I've heard a lot of great things about it. I, I really believe in that, you know, one uh, percent improvements every day, you know, and 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 compounding and slow growth over time. I think I do believe in that, and I do live by that. Is is make those small wins every single day, celebrate success, you know, do all those kind of things like. Slowly over time, they will compound like you know a snowball, right? And so I'm obviously you know personal finance guy. Like I love compounding, right? So uh, I think I, I I try to apply that in everything else in my life, especially with dieting and um, you know work improvement and things like that. So yeah, it's 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 a fantastic book. I'm sure I'll probably read it sometime. But uh, thank you so much for sharing that, and thank you guys for all those amazing questions. That was awesome. And so guys, if you're listening to this, you want questions answered, please shoot me a dm ask me some questions we'll get to it on the show it'll be great but takeaways so takeaways of the show number one time in the market beats the market every time you already know what it is okay crucial to have somewhat of a strategy and a plan with your goals in mind what's your why why are you investing do are are you in a good position to be investing right now you know start off from that strong foundation like we talked about right number three stow away small amounts periodically dollar cost average to stay consistent and simple with your strategy consider lump sum if you have a large amount now but it's up to you eventually you'll have to periodically invest right so really just start to slowly put it in and stay consistent and then number four research and pick the brokerage that fits your needs the best and consider broad market index funds like the ones we previously talked about so index funds exchange trade funds we talked about it in the last episode the difference exchange trade funds is just basically the stock version of an index fund the traded version right it's on these exchanges going from an in, uh, investor to investor and so you know that it's just that's just, it's the same thing <laughs> well there's a few differences but it's pretty much the same thing so consider those i think those are a fantastic idea right and, and also once you become more sophisticated maybe you can add some you know stocks to your portfolio whatever whatever you're thinking right but i really appreciate y'all i love y'all i hope that this episode was informative for you guys go check out Well simple trade you know really solid platform in my opinion uh and quest trade you know is, is also really great too so go check out those i hope i touched on everything that you need to know before you start obviously you're gonna have to go do some more research on your own read up do some stuff on your own but i hope that this episode uh steers you in the right direction and that's all i can do is try to steer you guys in in as good of a direction as i can but you know what i really appreciate y'all for listening i really really hope that this episode helped you and uh yeah so hey take this away go get it done let's become millionaires why why not baby why not i think that's it for me i am going to head out and have a hell of a weekend and chill out and do all that kind of stuff so Thank you for tuning in, guys. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. But for now, I am out this mother. Peace.